This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oh, live from New York, it's the show that is not running. The Mac Jones Chandler uh, Jones. Uh, sure, Chandler sure? Jones. Wilds is on tilt. We, America, uh, we've, got, made, we've like, gotten Wilds on tilt <laughs> just <laughs> on the last <laughs> few days of hijinks. He can't even say Sorry, it. thrown off. <laughs> Can Joe Burrow catch Mahomes in the MVP race? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers, Miami bound to face the <laughs> Dolphins. Is he preparing for a life after Green Bay? Probably not, but we're going to talk about it. And finally, it's Wednesday. Which means we run this video of Patrick Mahomes stretching, and it's time for the tears. Alongside Chris Broussard, I'm Kevin Wilds. Nick, yeah. are there any surprises within the tears? There are some massive surprises at the top and the bottom, really? and some sad news regarding the committee. Oh, I, this leaked. Yeah, some oh, sad yeah. news regarding this the leak. leak. We lost a committee member last night. Really? Yeah. Not we'll fatally. Because they admitted that the, we're at, we're ranking the Chiefs too high yeah, week after them week. Out. Was yeah, that it? Lose them. Well, they For resigned. We'll oh, explain. they resigned. Yeah, we, uh, we start with the game of the week, 13-1 Eagles. Maybe with Jalen Hurts, <clears throat> maybe not. Head to Dallas, which is favored by four and a half. Dak, a little shaky these last few weeks. Yeah. Brew, how much pressure is on the Dallas quarterback? Tons. 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 He might just find himself on the bud list. Wow. wow. Just, I thought that might, was motivating. Might. Just a little hit. He uh, might. You never All quite right. know. Wilds, yeah. this is the Cowboys' best chance to reach the Super Bowl in a quarter century. Hmm. There's only really two other very good teams. I think rookie year was oh, okay. a great okay. chance. You could throw that in there. But there's only two other really good teams in the NFC. Yeah. San Francisco and Philadelphia. Sure. And both of them happen to have their top quarterbacks hurt. Nick, just let, sure. it, just let it go. No, no, no. That's You're right. admitting? Uh, yeah, Trey Lance has been hurt all year. Oh, okay. I agree. Okay. They've had okay. their top quarterback out all year. But agree <laughs> with you. But, but they both, and, and all of a sudden, yep. Dak starts throwing interceptions at an unprecedented rate That's for right. him. Mm-hmm. Never done this. All right? And so Dak Prescott has got to go out and win this game, especially if it's Gardner Minshew. Because what's the knock on Dak? He can't beat good teams. All right, this graphic, it doesn't really change year to year, but here it is. He racks up the big numbers and the wins, 38-8 against teams, 500 or worse. You see his win percentage. You see his passer rating. Great. Not so great against teams with winning records. And here's the other thing. Even if it's Jalen Hurts, he still has pressure to go out and win. Sure. Because Jalen Hurts is looking like what we thought Dak Prescott would be. A versatile pass run quarterback who has great leadership and intangibles. So Dak has got to go out and put this young man, Jalen Hurts, in his place or at the very least whip up on Gardner Minshew. Yeah, I, I agree with a lot of what you said. I And I wasn't trying to be just pick a nit with the Cowboys rookies or the Dak's rookie season oh, yeah. point. But I think that team was a better offense than this team. But this team's but the clearly NFC a better was defense. Better exactly right. The NFC was better. And if we want to expand the NFC playoff picture past Dallas, San Francisco, and Philadelphia, the next team would be Minnesota, who Dallas annihilated already this season. So I agree with you in that regard. Here's where I have concerns about Dak's ability to do that. Going into the playoffs, the Cowboys have two massive questions, and I would argue they're the two questions you don't want to have. Question about their coach. Not, that's not going to be answerable in the regular season. We're just going to see if McCarthy is going to have another meltdown the way he did in the playoff game last year. And the other question is about the quarterback. And what's got to be so frustrating for the Cowboys is, in this year's NFC, they should be the one team without that question. Jalen Hurts has played one playoff game. He's young, and he played poorly in it. Kirk Cousins is Kirk Cousins. He's played in three playoff games. He's only won one. He is not considered a big game quarterback. Geno's never been to a playoff game. Daniel Jones never been to a playoff game. Taylor Heineke's been to one. He actually played all right, but he's still Taylor Heineke. Of course, there is and Jared Goff. He's been to a Super Bowl. I give him credit, but he's also Jared Goff on a second team because first team got sick of him. Then there's Brady. 
but everybody thinks that team is cooked. And then there's, in the peak of his powers, 30-year-old Dak Prescott, or 29, 30-year-old Dak Prescott, who has been paid, who is healthy, who has the supporting cast around him, yet when it comes to the Cowboys right now, he is their biggest question mark, Brew, and it got me wondering, like, what is Dak Prescott's signature NFL moment? And I think it is that playoff game Last against Green Bay probably. that he lost the, the, his rookie season. Sure. He's won one playoff game. It was against Seattle and Russ, and then they lost the following week. Last year in the playoffs, he lost to Jimmy Garoppolo yep. and the what? Niners. I, what, even in the regular season, the best, most stirring regular season win that I could find for Dak was a 36-35 win in Week 17 over the Giants a few, four years ago. But that was a game that they had already clinched the NFC East, and Jason Garrett was criticized for playing Dak in, played him anyway. They won the game. There are, I, I mean, what is the best moment Dak has had in the last few years? The overtime win over the Patriots. That, I mean, Maybe, that was good, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that's my point. Like, I know, but that wasn't. He's a... been he's been in our lives, Brew, for a long time right. to not have this signature a signature win. Well, and I think I think what may be going on with Dak is that he's. He thinks he's something now or and trying to be something that he's not. I've always said from the moment he started looking great as a rookie, right? And you just said 13 and 3 looking great. Maybe, you know, could have been rookie. Well, MVP. Could have been, been MVP. Got an MVP vote. Right. Um, he, I've said, though, he's a game manager with playmaking abilities. He can make plays with his arm and with his legs at a big moment. And then 2019 comes, and Dak throws for almost 5,000 yards and 30 touchdowns. And I think he begins thinking he's a superstar quarterback like a Mahomes, a Josh Allen, an Aaron Rodgers, that type of player. And then the next year, remember, he's throwing for almost 400 yards a game before he gets hurt. But when you really dig into the numbers of both of those years, Mm -hmm. he was padding stats, all right, or he was putting up big numbers in uh, games that they were behind big and the other teams didn't prevent D, and he's bringing them back. But that year he almost threw for 5,000. They lost to most of the great teams. New Orleans with Drew Brees, they lost. New England with Tom Brady, his last year there, they lost. Mm -hmm. Buffalo was pretty good that year. They beat Dallas. Like, the good teams beat them. And so I think, though, when Dallas – when Dak came back, what was everybody talking about uh, last year when he was coming back from the injury? Will you throw for 6,000 yards? Really? Right. Dak Prescott is not that guy. And I don't know if he's trying to be that guy right now, and that's why he's throwing the interceptions, but they need to get him back to being a special game manager. I'm not saying a tip. He's not Taylor. He's not like a basic game game manager. manager. But he's a a game manager with – who can make a big know, play here? points. Can I show you a quote from uh, Curse on the defense? I think the pressure is all on the defense. Not, only not on it, Dak? I think Dak's got a little bit of pressure not to throw the ball to the Eagles, but Dak is playing well. Here's Jaron uh, Curse. Giving up 500 yards to no disrespect, but the Prince who was <laughs> promised was not that good. Shouldn't have happened. Our offense should not put up 34 points and we lose the game regardless of what goes on. I think it's all on the defense. They gave up 192 yards on the ground. They, they had no sacks on the combo of uh, Mills and Driscoll and the Texans. And I know that Dak gave one away in his short field and all of that. But still, bad performance against the Texans, bad performance against Jacksonville. I think this is all on the defense. And as long as Dak but- takes care of the ball... They're going to win the game. So, well, listen, that that part, I think that last part, though, undercuts the other part of it to a degree. As long as Dak takes care of the ball, they should win the game. Hold on, I agree with Bruce that. got a phone call. <laughs> no, okay, the, no, that was, uh, that was actually, to be fair, that was the alarm saying we were supposed to show the Mac Jones getting oh, the okay. screen. Uh, but that's supposed to go off in the producer room, not out here. The, the idea... I agree with you. If Dak takes care of the football, Mm -hmm. they should win. The problem is he has been the most turnover-prone starting quarterback in the league this year based on the number of starts and the interceptions that he's thrown. And 34 points from the offense 
would have been enough to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars if Dak Prescott had not thrown a pick inside his own 20 that that immediately led to a touchdown, and then a pick six at the end of the game that led to the the six points that won him the game. Okay. Uh, Moving on, we're going to talk Jalen. Maybe he's playing, maybe he's not. Maybe he's missing two games. Maybe he doesn't miss anything. Uh, Here's Jalen yesterday. Definitely a change. Um, Taking it day by day, though. You know, I... Everybody knows that I'm dealing with something. I think that's pretty public. It's out there. Um, I'm not one to really talk about myself. You know, obviously being a quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, you you can't run from that, you know. But um, I'm taking everything one day at a time with it and um, preparing versus a really good defense. I think he's going to play. Oh, I don't think he's going to play. He, didn't, he wasn't in practice today. I don't think he's going to play. But go ahead. What's the question? Oh, do, uh, do they need Jalen to play to beat the Cowboys? No, they could win without him. Which is one of the reasons he's not league MVP. It's hold on. I, why are you guys wincing? We didn't. We didn't the, the, no, no, how no, has this think. become a Patrick Mahomes conversation? No, it's not a. Hold on a second. The, the, You're gonna deny that? No, I'm d- Jalen Hurts. The conversation surrounding him 72 hours ago was he was the Vegas favorite to be league MVP. I did not think he was league MVP. Mm-hmm. We are now all about to agree that the Philadelphia Eagles can win this football game against a 10-4 and Cowboys team without him. When the biggest part of his argument for MVP has been they're 13-1. and So I am not arguing that you should have it held against you if your team is great, absent of you. But if your entire argument is team success, then of course you should have it held against you if they can succeed without you. Correct? I understand the rationale. That's not the entire argument that they're 13-1. and one. It is. He's having a great year. Yes. You can't just look at his passing stats. I understand. Compared to Patrick Mahomes. Right. You have to factor in the running. And right. the run game, it's not like he's just uh, Jacoby Brissett handing the Agreed. ball to Nick Chubb. The run game is based on him. Agreed. All right? So, so that, you have to take that in consideration. But here's the thing. Here's where I kind of agree with you. Can they beat – the Cowboys without Jalen Hurts. Like, go out there and we're just better. No. Oh, I think they But can. they can win the game because of Dallas. No. That, that's why they can win. Oh, okay. Gardner Minshew is a solid backup. Yes. Very top-tier backup quarterback. Yep. They've got – we know they got pl- players everywhere else. And Dallas is the type of team to heck, if Jalen doesn't play, they might have a letdown. Okay. As much as the Cowboys need this 100%. game, they might have but a don't you so they could Philly could beat them. And Jacksonville just beat them. No offense to the prince that was promised, but Jacksonville just beat them. No, I understand. But don't you think Philly is a team that no matter who the quarterback is, with the way the defense is playing, they have it in them on any given week to go out and win a game defensively? To go out and I mean, they lead yeah. the league in sacks, they lead the league in turnovers for us. I don't think they could be great fair. teams. It's just not fair. What's I'm not saying fair? It's not fair. What is? What is not fair? That because the 49ers are a great team, Jimmy Garoppolo's no good. No, that's... And because the Eagles have a great balanced team, Jalen Hurts is no good. But because Patrick Mahomes nope. is the engine that makes all of Kansas City no. go, and he doesn't miss any real games, well, that's we don't a, get well, a chance to see. They're one and one, I mean, the, career-wise, without Mahomes. Okay, Matt thank you for game? that. The, yeah. the, 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 listen, it, it is apps again, we need to be clear about what league MVP is. It does not mean you had a great year. Everyone knows that he's having a great year. It does not mean you are awesome. It means of all, what's 53 times 32? About 1,600 something. Of all the 1,600 players in the league, you were the very best. That year, of everyone that played football, you got the gold medal, the individual gold medal. So it is absolutely fair when we are discussing the league MVP if Jalen's biggest case for it, because it is his biggest case for league MVP, because the statistical case is does not exist. Not, really? He no, doesn't turn the ball there, over. There is not a single, and he gets a lot of touchdowns. Yes, but fewer touchdowns and fewer yards than the other leading MVP but candidates. But fewer interceptions, he, too. I understand that. So, because he throws the ball less. But set that aside. You're not, the, the argument is the team is 13 and 1. Nobody thinks that if the Eagles were 11 and 3, Jalen would have been the leading MVP candidate. No. Of course. So, when that is the argument, 
and then we also come into the fact that, well, they probably could win some games without him, that hurts him. There is no denying that that hurts him. It has to hurt him. Just like in the NBA last year, the argument was that team without Jokic would have no shot whatsoever. That that stuff matters when it comes to these things. Uh, you got to beat the Texans in regulation. In right, you keep acting got, like they lost. Got, they didn't right, lose. I mean, you, so they didn't you win in regulation. Like Kansas City's rolling. I didn't say for, for, for whatever, rolling over whatever the, the record for, bottom for the record. <laughs> I didn't mention Kansas City. Coming up next, more Mahomes talk. Stay tuned. I didn't. Well, you guys got to stop talking. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. NetSuite.com slash FTF. Bengals at Patriots this weekend. Joe Burrow riding a six-game winning streak. Burrow focused on winning the division title. Take a listen. You know, the goal is always the, the division title, so... Obviously, making the playoffs is, is great, and, and we can clinch on Saturday, but uh, that's, that's not really the goal. Okay. Biggest threat to the Chiefs? The Bengals? Yeah. Uh, of course. Absolutely. You're kind of scared of Joe Burrow. A little oh, bit. Oh, he's definitely scared. A little bit. It's he's a little scared little of bit. Justin Herbert. He's a lot scared of Joe Burrow. Oh, okay. Uh, it is earned respect. Oh, Coach and Mangini's earned, here, too, by the way. Yeah, Sorry. hi. Good to see you. Uh, <laughs> I thought Brew was going to introduce him since Brew was going to answer for me. I just thought, I thought Brew was going to do everybody's job. Oh, yeah, by the way. Uh, yeah, I mean, of course they're the biggest threat. Listen, there is one surefire way to disable the Bengals, and that's get to the quarterback. And the Chiefs have not shown an ability to do that when they play him. Everybody else can. Everybody else can get Joe Burrow on the ground. The Chiefs haven't been able to do it. The Chiefs are, in what I think is like a long-term investment strategy, playing four rookies in the secondary. I think that will eventually pay off, but that's a hell of an ask when it's Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and that receiving core. The Stephon Diggs doesn't play for the Bengals. Um, and so the, so, no, and the Bengals have proven it. The Bengals have not only beaten them in consecutive regular seasons, they went to Arrowhead, were down 21-3, getting totally outclassed for the first half of the AFC title game in a moment where it kind of felt like the Bengals could have had a, hey, guys, this is a great season. We surprised people, we, you know what I mean? And then they rallied and won the game in overtime. Yeah, you're scared. A little scared. So, well, that's not – hold on. Is the question, am I scared or are they the biggest threat? Well, it's the subtext of the question. Are you the, a little scared? Okay, well, the, the, I don't think America is here for my deep personal, you know, emotions. But they are I think the – and so they, they are without a doubt, Brew, the biggest threat in the AFC. They have proven it. And, by the way, they're also the hottest team in the conference. They've won six in a row. All right, Coach. I, I got a problem with the question. Okay. Why is it who's the biggest threat to Kansas City? Are, are, are the odds, we saw the odds. Do they have the best odds of winning the AFC? No, Bills. No, it's the Bills. Uh, did they win the AFC last year? They no. Did, no. Are they the number one seed? No. The question should either be who's the biggest threat to Cincinnati or to Buffalo? Because those are the teams that are they beat up on the Chiefs every time but, they see them. Can I tell you the problem the with playoffs. that, bro? Real quick, the problem if we ask that question, then all of us say the Chiefs. 
and then it's not that good of a conversation. I don't know. I don't yeah, know yeah, then that. all of us are Look, like, it's the Chiefs. I, I you'd say it's the Chiefs. I'd say it's the Chiefs. Coaches and new Chiefs. Some people would say the Bengals. Look, I get why you're saying it's the Bengals because you can't beat them. You're right. 0 and 3. But you can't beat Buffalo either. You're one in five against both of them. Both Buffalo has Buffalo. the last two years has gone into your building and taken your lunch money. All right. <laughs> and that is and I get it. You beat them in the playoffs because of a coin toss. Okay. But Josh Allen had his way. I don't and remember so the game that way. I'm just saying. I don't saying, remember them flipping it the should coin. Really be, it's two answers. And then they just like, good luck. Good night. Good luck. Thanks for coming. I didn't see that. It was crazy. And so is Buffalo. That was so crazy. Because in the AFC Championship game against Cincinnati, there also was a coin toss there. And the Chiefs won that coin toss. But some we didn't get to go to the Super Bowl. They changed the coin toss rules or something, Coach. I'm confused. <laughs> it's fine. Chris, I, I love what you're saying because it is more than just one threat to the Chiefs. It is it is the Bills, and when you look at when they played, they hung almost half a hundred on them offensively, and Josh Allen outplayed Patrick Mahomes. But we'll get to that. To me, it's more the way that that Nick answered the question. Did you see the the awe that he had for oh, Cincinnati? Yeah. The the I, he's scared. the well. apprehension. So so when we're in New England, we had things rolling. There's a mystique when we played, and and to some degree, we had an advantage when we when we played anybody because they were worried about Correct. the different things that we could do. And then the Giants figured that mystique out, and the Giants were were their kryptonite. And and to me, this is the same thing with Kansas Ooh. City. Cincinnati Ooh. is kind of Kansas City's kryptonite. They're not worried about. The mystique. They're not worried about the MVPs. They're not worried about all the success, the seven yes. conference championships. And that, like the way that he's thinking, the question is, is that the way the team approaches it too? So every time the Bengals show up, now Kansas City's like, right. ooh, I don't know if we can do that. That's that. But, but that's a problem. Yeah. I understand. You can't. You can't walk. You can't walk into a. You can't walk into a game worried about about things uh, that have course. happened in the past. Right. The Bengals. But the are- fact that you are. No, but luckily I'm not on the team. But the listen, that is you might of well course be. the Bengals. But that <laughs> is the PR director. Wilds. <laughs> Wilds. I have number I have a number of monitors on this show. Yeah, of course. But what do they call me? Well, Mr. Consistency is also, but what, also what am I dripping in? Well, objectivity. Objectivity. Kansas City gear. And I have been accused <laughs> no for two years that any team that nips at the Chiefs heels. I am going to try to denigrate or disrespect. And that has been the rationale as to why I have been, let me check notes, exactly right on the bills. And it wasn't that I actually saw through all the nonsense to who they actually are. It was that I was afraid of them. But now we have a team in Cincinnati that has won consistently in Kansas City. That is the only team that has bragging rights in the whole league over Kansas City. And I am sitting here and treating them with the respect that they have earned. So that is what I... There's a difference between respect and awe. You don't want to be mm. in awe of your opponent. You want to respect every opponent, which they didn't last week, which is why they had the problem. You don't want to be in awe of someone. When you get in awe of a team, that's when you have issues. Okay, I don't think the Chiefs are in awe of the Bengals. I think that right now, though, I do think the Bengals have a psychological edge on the Chiefs that cannot be overcome until, and by the way, if the Chiefs had beaten them in the regular season a few weeks ago, I wouldn't think it was overcome it. If a team sends you home Mm -hmm. by outplaying you in the postseason, they have an edge on you until you get your get back, which is why if you do it to a team two years in a row when they're obsessed with beating you, you have a permanent edge on them, which is why I will never be worried about the Bills until they come and beat them. But the Bengals right now own those bragging rights. They own it. Um, Coach, quickly, Fox Bet MVP odds. Mahomes at one, Burrow and Hurts tied at two. Do you think Burrow can sneak up the uh, MVP? Yeah, if Burrow runs the table here and he's got three harder opponents than Mahomes have, they're winning nine straight games at that point. They're not that far separated in terms of touchdowns or quarterback rating, any of those things. I definitely think that he has a chance to, over this three-game period, Mm. especially if Mahomes struggles against one of these next three opponents, which comparatively are seem to be and I'm not a schedule guy, but seem to be a lot lighter than, than the other guys, than the other opponents. No, I agree. Look, let me start with this. Patrick Mahomes, if Jalen Hurts doesn't play the next game or two, I think Patrick Mahomes will win the MVP. I think in addition to Burrow playing great, like Mahomes has to 
struggle badly, which he really doesn't to. generally do. So I think he has to struggle badly over these last three games. But he would not have that three. much of a lead over Burrow. He has a massive lead. Statistically. We can show it. We can show it. Who are the next three? 31 versus 35 touchdowns, 102 quarterback rating versus 105. Yeah, so it's 600 yards and four touchdowns. I mean, that's a ma- – four, four touchdowns, touchdowns is – 12 Four whole touchdowns. Whoa. Well, that's, I mean, that's a game many, for Joe Burrow. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, the, I mean, there is – but he's leading in every category except that's, for turnovers. Which but Burrow that's – if he I, – I tend to agree with Nick. But he – look, if he struggles, Burrow could catch him. But, Wads, if you read, went out the odds to fourth, it would be Josh Allen. I contend that Josh Allen is not out of it because, like Coach said, they got three games. Chicago, okay. But they got Cincinnati on a Sunday night. If Josh Allen goes like and plays Cincinnati like he played say, against Miami and is great and they beat Cincinnati in their win streak, then they go play New England and he's great against Belichick and, and Mahomes struggles, okay. I think Allen could make right, a push. I'll, I'll book that bet for you. You said he's fourth in the odds. Tell me the I'm odds. I'm not book predicting. I'm just saying if Mahomes like struggles. Some of that Allen, imaginary Allen, money that always can put I, up. Can I just, can <laughs> I just make a point? Fake, though? fake money. All right, I guess it's two points. Oh. One is – MVP awards are supposed to be a body of work award, not the player of the month. And I don't like the narrative that has happened when – it doesn't happen in the NBA, and I give it credit, but in the NFL, mm-hmm. where it is who finished the hottest. That's not what the award is. Yeah. The MVP well, award is – A nine-game winning streak would no, be pretty – No, no, no. I understand long, all that. No, no, no. I get all that. Streak. But in, that, in those seven, nine weeks, the Chiefs have lost once. Now, granted, it was to him, and that matters. Well, that's the thing. And that, but, but we should – Joe Burrow started this – I guess my point is this. Let's say the Chiefs and Bengals finish with the same record. Or even the Chiefs finish a game ahead. Mm-hmm. But Mahomes has a four-interception game here in the next few weeks. I think everyone's going to say that will, that will shift it to Burrow. But Burrow started the year with that. Yeah, but and that people was don't, offensive but, but, line was a mess. But more importantly, Wilds, what did I promise you was going to happen? A month oh, they're going to run the table. No, no. Oh, geez, about I, the, I, they're they're going to win the Super Bowl. No, the MVP conversation. <laughs> oh, and everyone's going to cut That it was just going that, that once, one, once Hurts dropped out, yep. there was going to be a new guy yeah, inserted. Right. And when it's going to be Mahomes versus Allen, then Mahomes versus Hurts, then Mahomes versus Yeah, because Burrow. you do the whole season, and why and wouldn't there be a season, new guy And the whole season, one guy's inserted. been the MVP, and we have to pretend that there's a real competition going on. But one guy leads the league in everything. It's probably him. Yeah, but it's like running Barely. a marathon at the very end. Barely. Three games left. 600 yards, a lot of yards. got to keep it. Yeah, it's a lot stretch. of yards. Fucking Rogers next, first things first. I like the way you get quieter as you're giving. Packers, who are still mathematically alive, head to Miami, as Rogers tries to keep their slim playoff hopes afloat. Rodgers went on McAfee to set the record straight about several media problems in this world. (laughs) It's fake news that I'm judging the progress as to whether or not I want to come back. I really enjoy being part of these guys' rookie season, but my decision will come down to where I'm at physically and mentally. So, you know, I love this story personally. Really? I do. I'm thrilled. I was thrilled when we were doing the meet. I said, you know what I want to talk about? Wilders potentially is retiring over this for story. third year in a row. And Not I got to tell you, I don't blame him. Thank you. Here's the deal. Why will Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is so concerned about what he calls fake news and about dishonesty in media? You're... You're basically in the media at this point with your weekly McAfee. Right, that's a good point. So be honest. You're not walking away from $60 million guaranteed next year. If he plays, he gets $60 million. nice. If he retires, he does not. He fought this offseason for the new contract, which guaranteed him the $60 million. By signing the new contract, if he hadn't signed the new contract... He would be a free agent this offseason. Free as a bird. Do whatever he wants. Seems attractive to him. Instead, he got the new deal. And they lost Devontae Adams. They did all this. And now, I understand him being annoyed, by the way, if it's like, of course, this has got nothing to do with Christian Watson, whether or not I come back. I, sure. But just say, and you know what, I'll put it all to bed. I'm coming back. I just signed an extension. Do I know that I'm going to play the whole extension? No, but I'm coming back. That's what's frustrating, Coach. And you nailed this a year ago when you said, you know how to make Aaron Rodgers feel better? Give him more money. And they did, yeah. and he did feel better. I just think it is close. Barring something terrible injury-wise, I think there's a 0% chance, Coach, he's not playing next year. 
Yeah, how many discussions have we heard this year about Aaron Rodgers in personnel meetings? Or involved in anything related to personnel? Remember that was the big issue? He wanted yeah. more impact? <laughs> he, the, no, it was about the contract. That's, that's all it was about was the contract. Do you know how many episodes of Jeopardy you have to host to get $59 million? <laughs> I, I don't know either, but I'm guessing a lot. So, yeah, and after that, after that, it's $49 million. So he's not retiring this year, and he's not retiring the year after. Wow. He'll be there for the next couple of years, and it won't matter whether the hand signals are right with the rookie wide, rookie wide receivers or you know whether or not they bring his friend back to play. None of that matters. It matters that the, the, money, the hand signal is like and, this. And, I, and Co- <laughs> Brew, to be clear, I don't begrudge him the money. I just no. think this whole thing is, is a charade. The idea that he doesn't know for certain he's coming back next year. And yeah. I hate the term fake news. It's, it's so Right. Easy and dismiss it. It's just no, and I, I'm with you guys. And I look, I don't mind. I'm not mad at him for wanting 60 million either. But it's more what does bother me a little is I think it's more about the money than winning. I re- he didn't mind losing one of the best receivers in the league. But he like you said, he could be. I think I, that's I'm sure unfair. he wants to win, of course. But is he going to make the type of sacrifices Tom Brady made financially? It's not like Aaron Rodgers has been playing for pennies his, most of his career. And so he didn't mind losing Adams. Now he could be a free agent. Like a Brady who's looking at, okay, where can I go and win a Super Bowl? Rodgers not thinking like that because they're not going to win a Super Bowl. They might be better next year, but they're not going to win the Super Bowl. Some these smart next people two picked years. him to make it yeah. this year. Well, I don't know what happened over. to him. Again, <laughs> they're alive. Things uh, are looking up. Oh, friendly said. reminder: This is the scenario. It's one <laughs> of a few scenarios I need that Aaron Rodgers. Would, well, you know, we just let people peruse it at their leisure. So, Brew, you you kind of went from a Packers non-believer to a believer this year. If they somehow get in, which is very small chance. Would you think that the Packers are dangerous? Honestly, yeah. I do, too. I, if they got in, because that means they will have won five straight games. They will have beat Miami, Nick. And I know you like to poo-poo Miami, but Miami's a good team. They will have beat Minnesota. Yeah. They will have beaten a hot <laughs> Detroit Lions. I mean, really, if they get into the playoffs. Now, do I think they would win the NFC? No, because he didn't the win the NFC when he was at his back. Get to the playoffs. So I don't think he'll win the NFC in a diminished golf. role. But I do think they would deck. be as dangerous as anybody not named the 49ers or the Eagles. Really? Do you think they'd be dangerous, Coach? Yeah, I agree with Chris 100%. If you, if you go into the playoffs with a five-game five game winning streak, winning against those three teams, and Miami winning at Miami in, in this weather, is it's tough. And they're playing, look, they, they're not where they want to be, but that's going to be a tough win. And then the other two teams are going to be a tough win, too. So you're going in red hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've got momentum. They'd be dangerous. You don't, you don't want to play a team that's hot going into the playoffs. All right, just level set here for a moment. 331 teams in NFL history have had a stretch in their season where they lost seven out of eight games. How many of those teams made the playoffs? One. Anybody? anybody? One. Good job, Wilds. Well, it was actually the Washington Commanders a couple of years ago when 7-9 and nine won the NFC East. How many of those teams won a playoff game? Well, it would be zero. So they'd be the first team to ever be that bad in the regular season to win a playoff game. That's just a fact. You don't want to play Aaron Can, I just, can I just say the, the Jets, right? They came back and won a game where they had a 99.5% chance of losing, right? Mm-hmm. And then another team came back this year and sure. won a game that had they were down Same 33 to nothing. Yes. This is the this is the season of Disney. This I is get the that. make-believe season That's where right. anything's possible. I understand right. that, but the reason we would believe anything's possible with the Packers is because they have Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. But what if their quarterback were Derek Carr? Would we say if they snuck in they'd be okay? I'm no, just curious. No, but that, that, what if I told you Kansas City didn't okay. have Patrick Mahomes? Right. Who we think they exactly. Have the problem is, and we can show it quickly. I think, uh, and I spoiled the blind reveal. Guess what? One guy's Rodgers, one guy's Carr. Um, oh, they're the same guy. So the thing is, Patrick Mahomes is still Patrick Mahomes, and Aaron Rodgers is no longer Aaron Rodgers. Uh, trivia question: How many times a year is Aaron Rodgers thrown for 300 yards? Anybody? Anybody? Zero. None. 275 yards. Zero. 260 yards? Yeah, Zero. I will Stumhurst. say this, Wilds. Over their, over their last five games, Nick, they've got 16 offensive touchdowns. Over their first nine, they had 17. So okay. they're heating up. Okay. I like Guys, if they they're not hot, making the they playoffs. Be a problem. And if That's they right. make the playoffs, they will be one of them. But you think Tampa yeah, Bay I don't think they can make the playoffs. If they do, they'll be a problem. Okay. All right. I disagree okay. with you. Yeah, that was, you know, I but like Tampa's scary. What? Well.
Not Green Bay, but Tampa. Person church. <laughs> After Warriors got rolled in the garden yesterday, no step, obviously, no Andrew Wiggins either. Currently at 11 seed. Brew, how much trouble are the champs in? Well, it's all based on the injuries. And I know they're not playing well on the road. But this is a Western Conference that is there for the taking. All right? And if they can tread water, and that's a big if. They've looked bad mm-hmm. without Steph. They're 1-5 without Steph Curry, who's having a tremendous year. All right? And he's out for the next month or so. But- and if they fall apart during that time, and Andrew Wiggins is out too. So it's not just Steph. I mean, these last several losses, Wiggins has missed the last few weeks and won't be back immediately. So that's one reason that they're struggling so badly. All right. If they, they've got to tread water, because I feel like to really, I'd say that to, to have a chance to win the West, they got to finish in the top six. Which Good is going luck. to be hard. Which is going to be hard. So they they got their work yeah. cut out for them because of these injuries. No Wilds. I'm not going to sit here and sugar. You know what the kids would call that 90 seconds from Brew right there? A whole lot of cope. Just cope. Cope. That's what the kids say when you're just trying to deal with what you know is disastrous. I don't know this. You do know. No. They are the number 13 ranked offense in the league, and that was Steph's played most of the year. They're the number 21-ranked defense. Okay, well, Brew, again, when we talk about – you do a great job when you talk about football of talking about the actual players who are out there. Basketball, you're like in 2K mode. You're like, this guy's hurt, and this guy's that. It's 82 versus 17. But Steph is not going to be – I'm going to the Nets Warriors tonight. Is Steph playing? No. I don't think he's playing for the next month. And, by the way, they're 25 and 68 without Steph since Katie left. They're 3-15 and 15 on the road this year. That is the worst in the NBA. Correct. Right now, I have a question, Wilds. With Wiggins out and with Steph out, do the Warriors have a current player that you would say is good? Jordan Poole's good. Oh, stop it. He's averaging 27 yes. points in December. He's carrying it. Jordan Poole is Jordan good. Poole Clay Thompson play. is good. Draymond Green is good. Draymond made your oh. tears. Okay, so Draymond and Clay made the top 55 based on legacy and based on what they have proven they can be in the playoffs. Jordan Poole has not been good this year. Jordan Poole, but absolutely unequivocally over the course of the season. That's another weird thing you do, Brew, is you do these arbitrary beginning points. You're like, well, hey, Jonathan Kaminga, you did it the other day. You're like, well, over the last seven days and six nights, Jonathan Kaminga's playing better. He has shown improvement. Okay, well, he did briefly, and now then he went back to being Kaminga the last couple weeks. Like, so uh, the Warriors are not a good team. And I listen. I tried to figure out if they could what their plan was. Turn it around to check out the latest Draymond pod, but he stopped potting after he slugged Jordan Poole, which is kind of weird because he was dedicated to the pod as he about was to, to basketball. Be all so I don't know. Well, I don't know, but it was both were business. I'm not sure. I, so I don't know what their answer. Can I ask be. you another question? Mm-hmm. Three and fifteen on the road. Worst NBA yeah. right now. Worse than the Magic. Frisky Magic. But worse than everyone. Worse than oh, you worst love, ever you for love a defending your champion. Magic. So there's a lot of teams in the NBA. You're the champs. I mean, you got your star out, but you still are better than the Magic. To me, that says there's some fundamental problem with the culture of the team, that you can't win a game on the Look, road. I That's will say this. We may not know. Is the punch still a factor? Maybe. We yes. may not know this until a couple years from now. We know it now. I don't know that they we know stink. it. They stink. They're the team that won the title okay. last okay. year. They brought okay. everyone back. They're not good. Okay, but hold on. If we just talked about this last week, if Anthony Davis, <laughs> if uh-huh. Anthony okay. Davis is ever healthy and LeBron is healthy, yeah. do they have a shot? Sure. In the way? Okay, you're going to tell me if the Warriors are fully healthy, they don't I have don't a shot. The Lakers do, but the Warriors don't. Because I think LeBron can maybe keep the Lakers afloat without AD. The Lakers, the Warriors don't have anyone to keep them afloat without Steph. Well, without this is Steph. the silver lining. Okay, go. This is a chance oh, here for Clay to get right. For Kaminga to step up. For Jordan Poole to get right. Jordan I'm with Poole you in that. Well, get it together. With, they might see, find themselves on the bus. They're on the bus. They list. might be. Wow. They might when be. Brew was talking about basketball teams yeah. he picked to do well who are disappointing him, he turns into Joel Osteen. He's just like, and this guy will do it. And this guy will do it. It's unbelievable. Right, let's talk I, about the I, Knicks. I motivate. The all. Knicks all of a sudden have won eight straight. Uh-oh. Now 18 and 13. They're in sixth place. Let me show you the full screen here. First 23 games, they were 10 and 13. Not very good. Everyone's like, ah, fire Tibbs. Yeah. All of a sudden, 8 and 0. 
Offense is alive. Pace is pretty good. Three-point percentage. Ball's going in. Bro, do you believe in the Knicks, or is this just our yearly illusion? Well, look, this is what's going on. Okay, great. The Knicks are doing what the typical Tom Thibodeau team does. Playing harder than just about anybody else. And now, you had the offensive numbers. They're good offensively. Mm-hmm. Defensively, over this streak, I think they've been the best in the league or close. They're seventh overall in defensive rating uh, in, in the season. And a lot apart? of that's based on the last yeah, few games. Of course. So, they're, if you play hard, which Tibbs teams do, mm-hmm. and his teams generally win a lot of games in the regular season, a lot more than you might think looking at their roster. And so that's what happen- what's happening. Are they a contender to win the East? No. But they're playing hard, they're playing defense, and they got three good offenses. Win players. a series? And yeah, two players, they got two players who I just got to throw this in because I got some no. text. Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle, who should have been on the pyramid. J- Absolutely. Listen, and, and R.J. Has an Barrett got an argument. No. RJ He's Barrett's better than Franz Wagner. That's what, no, absolutely not. Loves I, I'm not listening. Hold on a second. Wait a second here. Wait a second here. What is it with Franz Wagner? Okay, I, nobody. I bro, mean, all of a sudden, bro, he's like then, awesome. Take that. Then, then replace him with Kyle Kuzma or Chris Stapps or someone else who missed the pyramid. R.J. Barrett right now is not a top 100 player in the NBA. Hmm. R.J. Barrett is worse this year than he was last year. And the reason the Knicks are not for real is because he hasn't taken a leap. They certainly missed out on Donovan, and I record this Knicks media and play it back never when I'm proven wrong. This Knicks team is a threat to no one in the playoffs, and in six weeks, we'll be talking about, are they going to make the playoffs? You know I'm right, Wiles. Well, yeah. I, I, yeah. Hey, I'm a Wimbanyama guy. You know me. Yeah. Either way, it's, we either make the playoffs. You're not getting Wimbanyama. Well, Why not? pick one. Playoffs or Wimbanyama. Okay. Well, they, then let's be bad. They're going to be stuck in the middle. No, no middle. And the idea that Bad Julius Randle, people are pretending he's a winning player. No, he's not. No, he's playing well. I'm he's just not. saying Randle and Brunson. All right, let's talk about the, the rainy you make time. time. It takes MVP. a lot of time. It's 55 people. Denver it's beat the Grizzlies yesterday. You don't like him. I, it's not accurate that I don't like well, him. Well, you don't love him. You haven't. Here are some categories much. where the Joker is late. Holy cow. Wow. Double doubles. We have wind shares. Box plus minus. We know that's a favor. You stay up late looking at that. <laughs> plus minus. Vorp. That second to last one's important. Yeah. Leading the Western Conference. Number one. It's actually leading to winning. So, this year. with all of this, yeah. I'll, I'll, you want me to start with Brew or do you want to go? I'll go. Brew's got to vote. Uh, would you be willing to vote for him no. for MVP? No. That's unfair. Okay, Brew, here's the thing 15 guys have won two MVPs. All right? All but four of them, the voters wouldn't let them win their second until they had made a finals. And two of them, they, the, the players then vindicated them. Jordan got his second before he made the finals. The year he got it, he won the title. Giannis got his second before he made the finals. A year later, he won the title. Then there was Nash, and then there's Jokic. The three-time MVPs, forget three in a row, the three-time MVPs are Kareem, Russell, Jordan, Wilt, LeBron, Moses, Larry, and Magic. Not three straight. No, just guys who have ever won three. I do not think it is ridiculous to say that Nikola Jokic is done winning MVPs mm-hmm. until he at least makes a finals, mm. much less wins a title. I, I think that is the standard we used to have. Nash, is he hurt Nash? If you remember Nash's third, the year would have been his third one, was statistically his best year, similar to what's happening with Jokic, and he didn't come close. Didn't come close. Giannis, the year it would have been his third one. He got one first place vote out of 100 because he hadn't won. Bro. So are, are we going to keep changing the rules? Well, the rules are changing. I mean, in many ways. Number one, Westbrook, when he won it with the triple-double, because of, you know, yeah. the team didn't have a great record. Jokic, you know, winning Same it last, last year. year. Right, not a great record. And even games played because so many guys sit out in low sure. manage. But I'm with you generally. I was just going three straight. Forget three overall. Just three overall. Three straight. Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain, Larry Bird. So it hasn't been done in what will be 37 years. I'm with you because when Nash, I remember talking to people that were promoting Nash to me, like off the record, got agents, all that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, 
I'm sorry, it. he can't. Yeah, I, I can't plays, put him in that amazing. group of Why are you penalizing him because he won he's two playing years ago. well? But look, no, Giannis, it's because of what Giannis, he hasn't LeBron, done. and Jordan all played well enough to win three straight. Of course, but they there was and, a voter yeah, fatigue. It's, and it's, but it's not. It would be one thing if it were he is just the overwhelming dominant player in the league, and, and the only close, argument against right. him is voter fatigue. The argument against him is, since he has hoisted the MVP trophies, he's yet to make round three. He made round three before he was an MVP, so he's never made the finals. And that's how the voting has been done forever, dating back to Moses Malone, who they didn't let win his second until he took the Rockets to the finals in 81. All the guys in front of him would have to have major injuries for him to win. One guy in front of him. All the guys. One. Giannis, Tatum, Luka are all in the Their record, and here's the other thing, the record is is a half game ahead of the Nets. They'd be the fourth seed in the East. Hey, welcome back to the show, and happy holidays. A quick poem, (laughs) if I may. Wow. T'was the night before tears, and all through the house, the committee was stirring because they were burning the midnight oil (laughs) while concocting the best segment in all of sports television. It's an honor and a privilege. It's time for Nick's Tears. (laughs) Thank you, Kevin Wilds. That's very nice. I must begin the tears with an important and somber announcement. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Our eight-person committee is down to seven. After our chairman of proprietary algorithms, Dr. Reed Geiger, (laughs) admitted to the group last night in his resignation that he had not updated as he had promised he had 18 months ago our eliminated team's algorithm to account for the expanded NFL playoffs. It's a minor miracle that last year this did not bite the committee. (laughs) However, last night it was undeniable. And so we do have an opening on the committee. If you have a PhD in probability and statistics to fill his role. (laughs) But also what you will see is the eliminated group, for the first time in the committee's history, has constricted rather than expanded because we had to uneliminate some teams. Unbelievable. We also moved up the Texans a bit because they are frisky. Okay, now (laughs) to the actual tears. False hope. Wow. Nope, not happening. You are no longer eliminated Packers and Panthers. You are also not going to win eight of nine or seven of eight to finish your respective seasons and surge into the playoffs. Falling apart, these four teams have lost 10 games between them combined. They're all playing themselves out of the playoffs. With that said, chew on this one. When you see the Patriots and the Jets, this offseason, Mac for Zach, who says no. Both quarterbacks get a change of scenery. Same draft. Think about it, America. In and out. Not just America's favorite fast food chain. Also, what's going to happen with the Giants or Washington if and when they make the playoffs? You're in, then you're out. (laughs) Giants are going to be in. Washington may or may not be in. Either way, it will be very brief stays in the postseason for those two teams, but it will be a nice story if either one of them make it. Wilds? Yes? While you are not on the committee, you do know this. What is this not? Well, it's definitely not the standings. Not the standings. No way. Which is why we can have an 11-3 team on the same tier as a 6-8 team. (laughs) Because the 11-3 team has been shockingly fortuitous in one-score games, and no one is afraid of them coming to postseason. And the 6-8 team has simply been a bad team all year, yet absolutely will be the last team the Dallas Cowboys want to see in round one, which is what it is looking like we are going to get. Definitely dangerous. A moment, please. While I look at the highest treadmill oh, that's ever been on the tiers. Oh, give you a break. We will give you no such breaks. The Jags and the Lions. Woo! Not only dangerous animals in real life, <laughs> dangerous football teams if they were to surge into the postseason. The Ravens, if Lamar gets healthy, and Dallas, because of their ability when they're at their best, yep. to yep. get after the opposing quarterback and to put up 40 points, they make them dangerous teams, but because of inexperience, injury, or some questionable quarterbacking, all of those teams are dangerous to themselves, except for, of course, Jacksonville. Round three on deck. By round three, I mean we are going to get round three of what has been an exceptional regular season matchup. (laughs) Two 
classic games that both came down to the final moments. Both games were affected somewhat by the weather. The most recent one by Bills fans throwing snowballs at the Miami Dolphins throughout the game. The earlier one because the Bills said it was sunny or something. Regardless, <laughs> these two teams match up great against each other. They both only have three losses this season in games. Their quarterback starts and finishes. And by the way, it also is a game I think we're going to get as the Dolphins are the likely seven seed and the Bills are the likely two seed. Long season. The San Los Angeles Chargers started this season as a potential dark horse Super Bowl pick. Then they were written off. Then they were like, oh, are they still alive? Now, once again, back to being a dark horse Super Bowl pick. This team, if they get Bosa and Derwin James back, they already got their receivers back, looks like one of the most dangerous wildcard teams in recent memory, and they will be going into the playoffs on a long winning streak if you look at the remaining schedule. Hmm. One man show. Oh, oh this is the furthest down the Kansas City Chiefs have been in quite some time. And here's what I will tell you. They are in a position where, because all of a sudden their previously reliable kicker is missing kicks, the defense, which the one thing it had done well was get after the opposing quarterback, can't create pressures. Their head coach, who I love, is consistently at the end of games taking the ball out of Mahomes' hands to put it at the kicker's feet. If Patrick Mahomes does not play at an A level, anyone can beat them. Now, luckily, he's the greatest player in the history of the sport, so he consistently does play at an A level. However, we must downgrade them because of that. Super Bowl or bust, it's very simple. If either of these teams don't make the Super Bowl, they will feel like their season is a failure, Coach. The Eagles have the best record. The Niners have the best roster. They are both building towards not only the conference championship game, but making the Super Bowl. Coach, I see you want to chime in. Go right ahead. Well, first of all, it doesn't surprise me that any trace of scientific integrity was thrown out the window with your tears okay. <laughs> over the last two years. Wow. <laughs> no, that's not shocking at all. Okay. Right? First like of we all, had to throw two years okay. Worth of data because you're a scientist. Well, okay, you know, so a guy, well, a guy makes one mistake and we're going to undercut all his work. Well, you fired him. <laughs> I mean, he <laughs> he Obviously, you undercut all his work. But I understand it. And it makes total sense. His other proprietary algorithms were fine. Just like this, just like this, tears makes total okay, sense. Okay, what's your How problem? is this not Super Bowl or bust for Kansas City? How do you find a way to mm. go, woe is me, because you can't put Kansas City on the top of your chart? What do you They've mean? been in the Super Bowl. They've lost the Super Bowl. They've been to two conference championships. You think you have the MVP of the league. Yeah. How is this not Super Bowl or bust for Kansas City? If, if that's a, a tier okay. in your new proprietary. Okay, well, <laughs> well there's, no, there's no proprietary algorithm for the naming. That's simply done by the brilliance of the chairman. Oh, yeah, that, that midnight oil. Uh, and so, it's called here's, here's why I would tell you. Uh, Super Bowl or bust uh -huh. typically means you made win-now moves or typically means you are having in the Eagles case a shockingly great season you must take advantage mm -hmm. of. The Niners have made multiple win-now moves, most no notably getting Christian McCaffrey. The Eagles don't know when they're going to be this good again with Jalen Hurts. Maybe this is who he is moving forward, or may they saw this once upon a time with Carson Wentz and they never came back. I don't think that's going to happen for Jalen. The Chiefs, on the other hand, this year did the opposite. They made future planning moves. They traded away Tyreek Hill. They didn't sign big in free agency. They did long-term planning. So it is not Super Bowl or bust. It is, however, one-man show. And now we get back to the top of the tiers. So if they don't win, we have an excuse. No, no, no. no <laughs> that, listen. That's what it's like. I got me. I, I, do I need to remind everyone? That I am one of seven on the committee. Yeah. My feelings about the Chiefs cannot supersede the larger group or else Wilds. Why would we have a committee? Exactly. It would just be Nick's tears. It wouldn't. It, yeah. I have these charcuterie <laughs> boards every Tuesday at my house. Why? It's not just for me, guys. I don't even like salami. Bengals, they're at the top, and they, they're just called the favorites now. We had found fancy names for them, wow. and then we decided, you know what? You come back from 17 down. That's not why they got the called the favorites. Not it's because they came from 17 down, bro. It's because I was not surprised by it. <laughs> they were down 17. I was like, yeah. Sounds about right. And I had previously o only given that respect to the Chiefs. The Bengals have now earned it. They are the favorites. Brew, why, why do you look uh, like you bit into a bad that, that you have Cincinnati at the top because it's coached. They've been early. at the top the You're last in weeks. awe of Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Okay. The committee, guys. San Francisco, <laughs> ah, as your pick, okay. Philadelphia, okay. But Kansas City, uh, how in the world? It is a travesty, mm -hmm. Nick Wright. 
and the committee hands in front of my that camera. the Buffalo <laughs> Bills are so low on this list. And who is more of a one-man show than the Buffalo Bills? I mean, you talk about a one-man show. You've told me all year. Josh Allen not only obviously is a great passer, he leads them in rushing. I don't think that's Rushing true. yards and rushing touchdowns. Yeah. And let me say something that Nick left out in his little spiel uh, of excuses about his Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, coach, has the third best offensive line in football. By, by who? Uh, pro football focus. Okay. That, All right. I don't Guess where that. Josh Allen's offensive line I don't line believe ranks. that. 28th. Okay. Well, 28th. Listen, and tell yet, Sam Monson, and yet, Chris Collinsworth, and those folks they're wrong. 28th because the Chiefs don't Kansas have the best third line. Third. It's much better than Buffalo's regardless okay. of the algorithm or the website. So then what? Algorithm Dusty, doesn't work. Oh, Dusty, 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 let me see the graphic. Oh. Despite having one of the worst offensive lines in the league. They already showed we the showed graphic, it. bro. Did you, were, you were too busy yeah. ranting about the offensive <laughs> line. Up there. Yeah. Yeah. We can see All right. we saw it. You it saw 4,530 and 5. up there for a while. 4,530 and 5. Yeah. So what? What is He's that the only player in history to do that. Okay. They are a one-man show. Okay, great. So, so you, want to, you want so me to they should be them? put up there. At least at the, the lowest they should be is one-man show with Kansas City. Put them side by side since they're going to face off in the playoffs anyway. Okay, I don't know if they're going to face off in the playoffs. I hope they do. I hope the Bills handle really? the Bengals for us because, as Coach mentioned, I'm in awe of the Bengals, and I have no fear whatsoever of the Chiefs. I, that was a really weird Spot by Brew Wilds. I don't really know how to respond. Did he get the graphic? No, because <laughs> because so I bad. thought he was He's going to explain why the Bills are awesome. Yeah. And instead he was like, all they have is Josh Allen. And by the way, while Brew was busy with Dusty, what arbitrary nonsense graphic can we make? You know what I was hey. doing? I was uh, scouring the injury reports as I always do. And do you know who popped up? On the Bills injury report today, for the first time as a limited participant in practice, for the first time since uh, before Thanksgiving, their old one-man show quarterback. So if all you have is the quarterback, and now he's banged up again because he's the only way you can run and move the football, that seems like a problem. Sounds like maybe I should replace the Bills with the Prince I was promised, but uh, I'd have to ask the committee for that. We're up against the break, but I'm going to show you two Cowboys full screens. The Cowboys have somehow gone from overrated and overhyped too underrated. Here's the first one. If you consume a lot of mainstream media, you think that Dak Prescott is no good. But when you crunch the numbers, turns out Dak Prescott, really good. Since he's come back, 35 points a game is excellent. Yards per game, over 400. The running game, which you call thunder and lightning, out there cooking. And uh, third down percentage, also excellent. We don't have the graphic for you, but trust me, take my word for it. The other idea (laughs) is that the interception streak there's two interception streaks that I want to break. One is Trayvon Diggs doesn't have any interceptions. I think he gets one versus Gardner Minshew. Two, Dak has thrown interceptions in six of his last seven games. I think he just holds on to the ball so the offense gets a little bit more conservative or no fun catches the ball, and Trayvon comes up with one. So I think they get the win over the Eagles. They move up a little bit in the stands. Okay, listen, I think the Cowboys, The I think you bring up some great points. I think the Cowboys have lost almost everyone's trust as far as their ability to consistently play at their highest level. But I agree with you on what they can do. I also would like to compliment you. We were unable to show your graphic because Brew's inability to follow his own graphic screwed up our whole production <laughs> whole room. And because whole of that, I, give me your piece of paper, Wilds. Sure, hold on well, No, second. that Wilds, piece of paper. Wilds, Wilds, had, Wilds was reading stats. So that, they're right there. <laughs> <laughs> they're so small. And you I'm did it like a true pro. I, was, I, I, I saw it from there. And I'm like, oh, his old eyes can't read those. They might <laughs> not be nailed it. You <laughs> nailed it, buddy. Yeah. You might have made great. it up. <laughs> Good job. Well, I saw him, and you were just kept going. Out. That was outstanding. Talking Jimmy G. That was really Rock good. I was the most impressed I've been by you gone. since we've worked together. Like 35. Welcome back to the show. Here's some news. According to a 49ers business executive, demand for Brock Purdy jerseys mm. sky high. Tell me about it. Been waiting for a present for Brew to arrive for weeks. <laughs> Brew, what can Purdy do to keep the starting job if and when Jimmy Garoppolo oh, is healthy? Wow. Oh, okay. Well, look, I'm known on this show as a guy that defends Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, right. zealot. But no, I, I 
all I do <laughs> is defend him against the blasphemy that you, Nick kicks about. You know about. who uses words like I've blasphemy? I've never said Coach is a pro, pro bowler. Mm-mm. I've never said he's great. And he is not in the class of the Aaron Rodgers, the Patrick Mahomes, the Tom Brady. Sure. We're automatically, no matter what, he's, he's, he's healthy. Oh, he's starting. So if Brock Purdy, if they keep winning, and Jimmy G would be back, what, second round of the playoffs? Sure, that means they best. won a playoff game. Yeah. So if they keep winning and Purdy is playing well, as he's playing now, right, not making mistakes, mm-hmm. the offense is humming, then you keep him this in. This is sad. No. This is I sad. Mean, I mean, see, I, I have a sober analysis of Jimmy no, Garoppolo. That's not why it's sad. Nick, you just kill him, and no. I'm saying, hold up. You know why he wins. <laughs> you know why it's sad? Wilds, do you remember back when Cooper Rush was playing? Yeah, of course. And Brew mocked and scoffed at the analysts that would argue, well, if Cooper keeps winning, you got to play him over Dak. So, Brew, Can I respond? Am, I, am I to take this to mean you think Dak Prescott? Because I know he's not Mahomes and Rodgers and those guys. You think Dak Prescott is far and away in a different tier than your beloved Jimmy Garoppolo? He's in a different tier. Wow. He's better than Jimmy Garoppolo. Sure. Yeah, I have no problem Doesn't saying win. That. My what? ten toes, if you could see them, are down. Wow. Okay, yeah. well, then I, I guess maybe I've misjudged your Jimmy G love. You thought I thought Jimmy G was as good as Dak? I thought you probably thought he was better. I mean, you love him. You, you put him on these graphics. I listen to my take, Go ahead. I think it's, it's a totally different situation. They tried to get rid of Jimmy G. I mean, he's there by accident. Yeah, that's true. Because, because things didn't work out and, and it ended up being really. Well, maybe not. Maybe they could have had Purdy all year. And Dallas, Dallas made Dak the franchise quarter. It's a totally different equation with backup quarterbacks. But with Purdy, if he's winning, you're probably going to stay with the hot hand. There'd be no reason to necessarily go back to Jimmy G. And I remember in our first Super Bowl run, we had Tom Brady. And then we had to make a decision with Drew Bledsoe whether to bring him back in. And we stayed with Tom. Now, Drew ended up playing in the AFC Championship game when Tom got dinged up through a touchdown. I mean, it all worked out, worked out great. But if things are rolling, Brock Purdy is doing what they, they're hoping he can do, I, it's hard for me to imagine during the midst of the playoffs they're going to change him. Coach, the, that first year, the, the, not first year, but the year you guys won the Super Bowl, Tom's first year, after you guys made the decision to stick with Tom, was there any moment or right before the postseason another meeting of, all right, now we're, you know, we've probably overachieved what we thought. We were 5-11 and last year. Now we're in the playoffs. We have a real chance of doing something here. We have the highest-paid guy in the league ready now. Was there that real discussion, or was it never a question? I I wish I could tell you that we had a staff meeting to discuss it, but we didn't. (laughs) There was only one person that made that decision. and Well, probably two. It was probably Bill and Robert Kraft who who made that decision. But it was was never in doubt. It was never one of those things where you got the impression that Bill was wavering on whether or not to stay with, with, with Tom or not. And, and wow. things had gone so well. We were on such a hot streak. And it would be the same thing in the playoffs. If anything, the, the 49ers were trying to get rid of Jimmy G because of how he performed in the playoffs. Exactly. I think that's the reason they got so disenchanted with him in the first place. So now to think that they would move back to him with, with Brock Purdy playing well. I could see Jimmy G's leadership. Even on the sidelines. Oh my God. Still having an effect on the entire. You abandoned him. They do love you. You literally (laughs) abandoned Brew and you figuratively abandoned Jimmy G weeks ago and came over here. That's why they call me facts over feelings. Once I saw the numbers, how far he's throwing the ball, I got to move. Still in my name now. No, but here's the thing, and you know I'm a Brock Purdy guy too. There's no rule you can't be both. You're already a Brock Purdy guy. We got an Iowa connection there, yeah. And that's in the bylaws. You can check them after the show, coach. Uh, but Purdy has a lot of the intangibles that Jimmy G has. Oh, he does have. I wonder where water. he learned that from. Right. Oh, he probably learned it from Jimmy G. Obviously, so Jimmy G's still having an impact. <laughs> Jimmy G's still having an impact. Yeah. He yeah. could be Super Bowl MVP. At the Niners meeting their team so deductible. Can LeBron carry the Lakers with AD out? I hope so. Top ten player. <laughs> Sacramento. Medals time. Denver, Memphis, Joker. Great passes. The win, but no medal. Wow. Denver in first place. I guess Joker just has to take his turtleneck and be happy with it. He's not the medal stand stand. the last couple days. He didn't make it last night. Yeah, I understand. He didn't make it last night. Medal stand, however, last night was influenced 
by the player pyramid. We like to see the bubbles isn't the only thing that can motivate people. Bam! <laughs> he dropped two rungs on the pyramid from the last time we mm. did it. He responded with one of his best games of the year. 27, 12, and 6, but in the loss to the Bulls. Silver medal, one of our hardest omissions from the pyramid. Surging Kyle Kuzma, maybe future Laker Kyle mm. Kuzma. 29, 6, and 6, and a much needed win for the Wizards over the very good Phoenix Suns. And then a gold medal, the shocking add to the medal stand, Laurie, Mar I'm sorry, to the pyramid, Laurie Marketing, Bruce Guy. Lord. No, no, you're You know guy. what, I'm, I'm, you love I'm starting to think Mark. there's some history between you and Finland. I'm going to have to look into it. <laughs> Laurie Marketing, 38 and 5, in a win over there. Detroit. <laughs> is yeah, like, is that the one place you didn't live growing up, Bruce? There's the medal stand from last night in the end. Just admit you like marketing. I do. I have admitted yes, it. I have a pyramid. Like, you love marketing. Is it I think he's quite good. I think he's quite good. You I'm like vote for him for I got, I have a ballot. Really? Yeah, I have a ballot. Uh, uh, Lakers in Sacramento. Coming. Kings are 16 and 13. LeBron's last five games, 35, 33, 30, 33, and zero because he sat out a 26-point loss in Phoenix. Uh, That's Nick, not how it works. What are you talking about? That's not how it works. That's not his last five games. What do I expect from LeBron tonight? For him to break another one of Jordan's records. The record for most consecutive points by a 37-year-old. Now, Jordan did it when he was and kind of... he rips the arbitrary I'm just, record. I'm just telling you that's what the... It was held by Michael Jordan at four. Is it zero It's count? now held by Michael Jordan and LeBron James at four each, and LeBron will pass it. Now, you might say, Jordan, when did he do that? Oh, that, that was when he was, you know, the Wizards' Jordan years that we don't count because he was too old to be able to compete. But, of course, it's the exact same age LeBron is right now when he's still one of the ten best players in the league. So I expect him to play great. And carry the Lakers tonight. I'll That's what I expect. Washington was much like these Lakers. A bad team yeah. with an old yeah. individual playing well. well it, it, so LeBron will play on. well. Will he Bro. get 30? Um, I'm he thinking 30-plus in a loss. You, do you think LeBron is playing the level Michael Jordan did as a Wizard right now? He's playing a little better. A little better. A little better. A lot better. No, a little better. Okay, Jordan was 25-5. and five. He's 27, yeah. 9, and 7. Seems better. I don't know. Listen, well, I'm not a numbers guy. I look guy. at wins. I like to win. Okay, those Wizards seem more under 500 every so year. They both were. Another year. He's got, did Jordan have an Anthony I don't know. Davis? Another year that Michael no. Jordan, without Scottie Pippen, did couldn't Jordan make the playoffs. Have, if he had that Anthony Davis, yeah. Nick, no, it might be a different history. Said he, had Kwame, said he picked Kwame Brown and bullied him out of the league. LeBron also Kwame doesn't have Anthony ready. Davis. So yeah, exactly right. Thank you. That's unfair. Well,